Hi, I'm Brooke Dean. And I'm Farrah Joseph. And we're and single, single moms. moms. <laughs> we can't never get that right. We're not even. I know who we are. We single moms doing the most. We we're single moms doing the most. Y'all know who we are. Um, so we're going to jump right in because this one's a bit of a hot topic for us. Um, let's just say while dating was hard enough before, but I feel like 2020 and 2021, dating has turned into a whole different beast that I have never seen before. And we need to talk about this. <laughs> well, <laughs> dating during a pandemic is hard for anybody. But as a single mom, if that's what you're interested in trying to do or what you were trying to do, I don't know about anybody else, but it's like, I, well, I, it's hard to say. I feel like people were trying to make more of a connection during pandemic. I don't know how this is for anybody else. But for me, I felt like more men were coming out of the woodwork, like trying to make these connections. And they were forced to actually get to know you because you couldn't go to the movies and you couldn't go on a date the traditional way. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of forced you to actually talk. <laughs> And so that was refreshing, but on the flip side of that, the frustration also was you can't go out because I'm an energy person. I'm mm -hmm. a chemistry person. Mm -hmm. And it's a little hard to feel your chemistry through the phone only. Yeah, like it doesn't always translate well from text to phone to in person and stuff. So you did have to get a little creative, I think, with, um, the, the the whole dating thing but you know ha not having much support in the beginning stages of the pandemic was hard because like I didn't want him to go anywhere I, not even with his dad like where are you gonna have him at are you quarantining are you Lysoling him to death like how I am so I kind of kept him to myself a lot in the beginning and I think he was in agreement with that but then it didn't leave much time to do anything else so I I think by the time summertime came around and things were easing up a little bit, that's when I opened up to the thought of trying to date and get to know people and stuff. But then it was like, hmm, oh, are you like, <laughs> why? Are just, you wearing a mask? <laughs> Wash your hands? <laughs> and these are questions that I probably should have been asking pre-pandemic. Like, do you wash your hands? But now it was like on a thousand. Like if he even coughed wrong, I was like, oof. Now you don't have to worry about catching STDs. You got to worry about catching the Rona from somebody. Like, I don't even know if I want to be risking it all. Like, I don't know. And that case, no, you can get a hand, not even a handshake. How about a fist bump? Yeah, I got a fist bump, <laughs> elbow bump. Like, I remember I went out and I had the mask and everything on with this guy. I met him for lunch. And it was like, he went to hold my hand. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, don't touch me. Like, I, I didn't pull the hand away right away, but he kind of looked at me because I was like, what are the, I didn't know what the rules were to, right. I didn't know what the rules for pandemic dating was. Right. Like I was calling him um, quarantine bay for a little while. <laughs> like, are we going to actually meet? But then it was like, do you go meet in the park? Do we sit six feet apart? Right. Do we wear masks the whole time? 
you know, it was just one of those things where it was like, wow, like now there's a whole other dimension that was already difficult to being a single mom dating. Like, and now I finally got a free moment away from the child to actually go meet you. And it's like, well, stay over there. <laughs> Don't breathe on <laughs> six feet apart and god forbid he should sneeze and then he looking at you like i promise you it's allergies you're like is it though is it? i know right but like when was it like now the question isn't like when was the last time you got tested for stds like when was like, your last rona test? <laughs> right let me see your paperwork <laughs> let me see have you been quarantining what where are you going where have you been like are you an essential worker <laughs> i can't date you <laughs> right oh my god oh my god <laughs> Oh, I'm about to get into this story. She's like, mm, I gotta get loose. I definitely dated a, a essential worker during COVID, and it was it was cool at first. It was cool. We did all the things that you're supposed to, you know, washing of the hands, and you know, when he got back from being off the road, it'd be like, all right, I see you in about four days. I'm not seeing you right away. Um, we even went on a road trip. That was the weirdest thing ever. It was just like one of those things. I was like, <laughs> I hit Brooke up. I was like, so I'm gonna be back tomorrow. I'm going on a road trip. She was like, excuse me. No. Yeah, I was not having no parts of that. I'm like, where are you going? Where are you going? Be close vicinity. Can you social distance in a car? Like, yeah. She was like, those are all. And mind you, this is like at the height when everything came out. This was like what April. No, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like March towards it in April, but had I had already been talking to him, mm-hmm. so it was just kind of weird trying to balance out. Like, okay, so what do you like? You said, how do you interact with somebody if you're trying to get to know them? Physical contact is like at a minimal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't really be in that person's face all the time. You're you're trying right. to build the connection with these new barriers now in place. You had, you know, first of all, we had the, first you have the whole kids, like you said, get the sitter, get somebody to watch the kid. Okay, you got that settled. That used to be the only thing you had to get settled. Get the Mm -hmm. kids settled so you could go have a night out. Now it's okay, all right, the kid is settled, but I'm going into the out. And, to, and going into the right. out is not safe at the moment. Like just breathing outside. Right. You know, again, you guys have to understand this is at the beginning where people, where it was just like, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It's airborne, it's not airborne. Don't touch, mm-hmm. it, it lasts on the surface. It doesn't last on the surface. So it was just like all mm-hmm. these mix of things going on. You're trying to figure out, well, what the hell do I do? How do I step mm-hmm. out cute? Like, how do you how do you step out <laughs> cute in a, you know what I'm saying? How do you step yeah, out listen, cute in a damn mask? to match every, every outfit, outfit. Like, that's what I had to do accessory now like how that is be- crazy but did you see and I, man when I listen when I tell you I was in tears SNL if you do yourself <laughs> a favor and google this um episode of SNL they did a whole music video yes where they were like I still ain't that's seen all. the bottom of your face man when I tell you I was in tears because the whole song it was like Meg the Stallion and the so, you know some of the cast mm-hmm. what that face look like what that face looked like I still ain't seen the bottom of your face because they were like you could have a chin like Jay Leno you could have one long tooth because you don't know these people like you didn't know you could have got catfish from before COVID okay now but now you got people looking better with masks on masks off <laughs> now, listen, 
I'm seeing a guy now. We thought, you know, at our first date was at a restaurant at 25% capacity. We had seen each other already, pictures and things and all that. But his first thing he told me to do, you would have thought he was like a TSA at the at the airport. Take, take your mask down. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious because it took me back to the SNL uh, skit where they video where they talk about I still ain't seen the bottom of your face. It's like a whole different thing going on now when you dating somebody with with the COVID. And it's just like I don't necessarily think that it slowed down. It's just changed things and how people interact and get to know each other and all these things. And or don't get to know each other. And it brings out like how you interact and it lets you know like maybe you need to work on your communication skills a little okay. bit. Now you're forced to actually have to talk to somebody because you can't just do the thing. Now, again, there are some folks that Did they don't care. care. They don't care <laughs> all regardless. Like, I'm, I have guys hit me up like, so I can come check you. And I'm like, at my house? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, <laughs> not at your house, not at nobody's house. I need to see a negative COVID test first, you know? And literally, a guy I'm talking to now, same thing. He was like, how many COVID tests have you had? And I was like, three, but at the same time, I don't go nowhere. Like, I haven't been anywhere. I disinfect, I wash my hands and stuff. He's like, well, I've had five. Basically, his way of being like, I'm safe. I'm not checking for you until you come match me. I was like, well, dang, like, you know, forget about it if I had the cooties for real. Like, he want to know about this Rona. <laughs> I guess he figured I could take a shot for something else. <laughs> Rona <laughs> test is a new STD yeah. test. <laughs> right? He asked me if I had chlamydia. He want to know if I got Rona. <laughs> I'm like, listen, but I guess if you got underlying condition, you can get a shot for the for the clap. You can't get right. one for the Rona yet. Rona yet. Rona Even if you do, out. it's not guaranteed. You know? But then there's other guys that are like willing to risk it all for the Rona. Like what did what did the uh, what did Meg the Stallion say? They, she said they trying to uh, catch Corona for the WAP. I'm like, <laughs> did she say that out loud? But it's true because if they don't care about anything else, because like now wearing a mask is like wearing a condom. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> You I mean, gotta understand. for real we talking for real but you gotta understand you if you've been in the house right locked up for the better half of the summer all the things you used to enjoy for the summer all the shenanigans of the summer all the hot girl summer, hot girl summer. all the uh, bike rides you feel so deprived that you at one point are just like you know what forget it i'm gonna take one for the team i'm gonna just see what's gonna happen <laughs> we just gonna see I mean, I guess they figure like, listen, I'm not old. <laughs> I don't have any pre-existing conditions. Right. I, I'm, I'll take that. I'm, I might take that risk. I'm like, I don't know about that. I mean, at some point you have to, because even people I know who have been married for 20 years, my sister was making her, my brother-in-law take all his clothes off at the door. She sprayed him down with Lysol. He had to come in through the back. Like it was like the back cave. He had a, his own little path or something like <laughs> She almost, she damn near sprayed him down with the hose before he got home. <laughs> so, you know, I guess even for couples who have been together for a while had to adjust. So I imagine if you are single and getting to know somebody, you're like, I don't know if you worth the risk, especially, right. you know, we got kids at home right? and the kids can be carriers of it without having symptoms. And then you take it to, to Nana's house. Now Nana's sick because you wanted to be on a date. You went on a date. You know, see. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel confident in my, but the, the, the crazy thing about it is this, like, you don't know where you could get it from. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? 
contact mm-hmm. tracing and all that kind of stuff. Like one trip to BJ's could take you out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the sad part of you, it. That's right. And you just have to be careful. Like at least with a STD, you can kind of, I mean, unless you just out there, the queen of Thotlandia, you can at least point to who who you did it with. Who with to, to did it. But now you can't say you got the Rona from your boyfriend or you, the guy that you just met. But I think the good part is you are careful because, you know, I feel like this, if I'm going to ask somebody to get a, a rapid COVID test, you might as well get all the other tests out the way. Facts. I mean, you already there. Just do the whole blood work. And we actually did that. Not that, you know, anything popped off, but at least we know, should anything pop off, I know, at least from this time frame anyway, like unless you get them every week, you know, everybody's cool and, and, and taking their health more seriously. So I guess that could be a positive. I mean, this is going to be folks regardless who just don't mm-hmm. care. Like mm-hmm. they willing to catch anything for the while, but okay. like right now, Texas is like, Texas, Florida, they're just like, we just going to do what we're going to do and mm-hmm. see what happens. Here in New York, Cuomo was like, I'll snatch all your stuff back in. Act <laughs> the fool. Now his behind is in trouble. Like, now he's in trouble. Lord. But, and that, you know what? We, we're not going to talk about that. I don't really want to get into nope. stuff with him, but I do feel that at the same time, where, at, where it made people more aware of who they were spending their time with, who they were giving access to themselves. And it, it also made you more aware of, your boundaries you know mm-hmm. if you didn't have really strict boundaries before now now i know i do <laughs> it's a very strict boundaries now it's you know oh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> you know i can't just roll up on you now <laughs> you can't just roll up on me nope nope mm-hmm. nope, nope i don't know yeah nope, nope. and like you said the conversations were different because mm-hmm. the superficial elements of dating were no longer there because you know, there was no more. I'm gonna walk in. You know, the the hottest place to be during COVID was the supermarket. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was the new nightclub. I have to four on swipes. Okay. Okay, that was the new nightclub. That was the new nightclub. Was the supermarkets because yeah. that's the only place you could go. So you know, right. you had people in like full garb going to the supermarket. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is yeah, happening? Like, now I'm not impressed by your car or your clothes. I'm impressed right. if you got some wipes and some disinfectant. Especially when, especially there was none to be found. If somebody's that's, what, that's my point. Like if you got it, then said, I got the wipes. Somebody's Ooh, I'm gonna bring the wipes to, to right. the date. Ooh, that was Ropal sexy. Was like I got wipes and Clorox wipes. I got you, girl. You like, oh, let me get some. <laughs> oh, exactly. Can we share? Mm. Oh, we sharing Clorox wipes already. <laughs> right, that's, right. Oh, that's that moment in your relationship. <laughs> my baby got Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> my boo got a vaccine like that's a new thing right oh come on but <laughs> she's like i'm not convinced i'm not i'm not ready for that yet i'm not ready for that we'll talk about it mm-hmm. we, we, we touched on it in the last episode, but we'll go a little deeper later but mm-hmm. you know i found myself looking at guys differently you know where it was you know just, let's just go on a date and brooke would be like fire you, you keep trying to marry these men just go on a date <laughs> just go on a date. <laughs> she was like, survive the date. Just go back without survive the date. Just go on a date. And so I started mm-hmm. to do that. And out of it, I had three relationships in the span of a year. And they all ended differently for different reasons. But they all taught me something. Mm-hmm. They all taught me what I'm not willing to put up with. Right. 
it was like where I knew before what my deal breakers were last year it was just like oh these are these are no bars no wavering it ain't happening so that mm-hmm. that was a plus I definitely learned who I am as a woman dating and seeking companionship I learned that I'm still someone who gives more than they get mm-hmm. so that's that's something I'm learning like okay okay I see you I see you <laughs> I see you you talk all that sweet talk and you know mm-hmm. but I've definitely learned that it is my nature that that is my nature to take people at face value mm-hmm. and it did not always end well for me but mm-hmm. I learned from it so I think you know when you when you no longer have that covering, the superficial, the you look hot, the, you know, when, when all of that is no longer there, you get, you get to people a whole lot quicker. You get to see people who they are a whole lot quicker Mm -hmm. because of the pressures of last year, whether it be jobs, whether it was, you know, I had one guy who, you know, he was divorced and had his kids and, you know, he had conflict there. So seeing how he dealt with that, I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to be around you. But, you know, you kind of learn, you learn people's um, pressure points a whole lot quicker. Right. I say a whole lot quicker, you know, the representatives will come out, you know, whereas the representatives used to last three months, six months, those representatives by week three are like, nah, I can't mm-hmm. hold this up anymore. And you started like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You're seeing people for who they are a whole lot quicker. Um, so I, I do think for that. And then you have the situations where you genuinely meet someone, you genuinely connect. And then all of a sudden the flip happens and I don't, and I think for me, for me, I will say I was naive. I was very naive in taking people at their word. But, you know, that's what you respect. You respect when somebody gives you their word, when somebody tells you, you know, who and what they are to you or what they want from you, the relationship they want to have, what establishment they want to have with you, you take that. So when the flip and the reversal happens, you're like, huh, okay. Didn't see that coming, but thank you. I mean, well, that's a lesson that we all take what, no matter what the dating situation is, right? But that, to me, the failure isn't in that happening. The failure is in seeing that it happens and then staying there. Because mm. I think a lot of times we think like, oh, they'll switch back. Mm-mm. Or we hope that they'll become different. And I think, especially as you get older, you just know better now. And when you know better, you do better. So like you said, you can see things now and I do think that is a benefit of COVID because like you said you're so forced to talk and deal with each other in a different way especially if you take the physical out of it because that can cloud your judgment very quickly mm-hmm. you do see things in people quickly and now whereas before I would hope that oh this is just a phase or this is just a this happening whatever you say to excuse or justify the flip or the behavior or whatever now it's like oh nope mm-hmm and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, people look at stuff like that in relationships as a failure. But like, if we're just getting to know each other and this happens within month one, two or three, to me, it's it's no love lost. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, you're going to see, because to me, I feel like you need to see somebody through at least four seasons, mm-hmm. right? And if we don't make it past a season, 
good. <laughs> you haven't wasted a year of my time. You've only wasted a, you know, a fraction of my a time. A fraction of my time. So I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. And then, you know, so when people be like, well, what happened to this guy? Now you say it's somebody new. To me, it's like, it's like anything else. If you got to try a lot of different things, you got to kiss some frogs, you got to go through the things and you take from each encounter season, a lesson and you apply it to the next one. So now if you know, these are my deal breakers, these are my triggers, these are my things. And I'm not wavering on these. I'm not bending on these. I'm not, these are my boundaries and I'm no one's crossing them. That's a good thing yeah. because you're learning about yourself. You can apply it to the next relationship, anything new, or you could, you just move on. To me, the failure is in seeing these things and ignoring them, and ignoring them. Like yeah. now I don't do that. Like now. And it's funny because people will be like, whatever happened to this? I'm like, who? Cause I'm, 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 I'm already over. checked out. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and it doesn't mean you never cared or anything like that. It just means this was not the relationship for me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you move on. There's nothing you, I'm getting to know this person. It didn't work out for whatever reason. And then that's it. You know, it's not to say you can't get hurt or anything in those situations, but not for nothing. I'm too old <laughs> to be wasting time, you know, especially when you have a little one to consider too. And not even to consider because not every relationship has to turn into a marriage situation. That's not something that's on my to-do list right now. It's not to say never will happen again, but that's not something I'm aspiring to at the moment. Cause right now I'm just trying to be a rock star at work and be a rock star mother. So any man that comes into my life at this point, when I only have this much time mm-hmm. to dedicate to you, you got to be super, super, super special or be okay with being my kick. And, and that can be for, for whatever purpose that whatever is. Whatever purpose me, you feel it needs to be, that's what it'll be. At that moment. And there's no judgment in anything. Because some women out there who are single, whether they're moms or not, are in a season of, I need a hotation. There's nothing wrong with that. If you've ever, I've, I've never really had the whole phase. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, Brooke and I, what was it, two years ago, we're going we're gonna to be a whole thought in Thoughtlandia. Mm-hmm. See, watch. I'll be the one that's the queen of Thoughtlandia at 60. I'll be like, it'd be like the senior edition. <laughs> it'll be like Thoughtlandia of... Temptation Island Senior. <laughs> Temptation Island Senior Edition. Senior Edition. That's going to be me because I'm going to be too busy doing all the other things up until then. That's when I'm going to have my rotation when I'm got dentures and stuff like that. You know what? Get out. <laughs> I keep trying to be, <laughs> but it doesn't work. That lady will be like, no, we closed down. Soon as Brooke and I show up, that lady will be like out of business. We'll be like, well, what that? I understand it. I'm, every time I try, and I hope he's not listening. <laughs> because it's like, and at the same time, it's not necessary to, to have that. And I'm beginning to realize now that maybe being the queen of Thailandia is not me. Maybe my time to have a whole face has passed because I, I do feel like every woman should have one in her adult life. And that doesn't mean be reckless and irresponsible. So let me be clear about that. Like, I'm not saying go out here and catch Rona for the WAP. I'm not saying that. I'm saying- <laughs> Please don't catch Rona for the WAP. Please don't catch Rona or anything else for the WAP, like man, man or woman. I'm saying have a time where you could just be free to be yourself and date and do the things and not feel guilty about it. You know what I mean? And just enjoy your freedom. And not to say that you can't have freedom inside of a relationship because you can. But when I say that, I mean free to just explore and love on yourself. Mm -hmm. And And whatever capacity that is. That's hard to do sometimes. Like, especially like you said, you're a giving person. You're a nurturer. You're like me. And a lot of times we give up those wifely, wifey tendencies, tendencies to, to her. Yes, honey. Like, 
that's our that's our nature and I think if you're a mom that's natural because like not for nothing like I remember when the one guy was like oh you get you fed me and I'm like dude I gave you a hot pocket because I was making waffle like, come on raise the bar a little bit just come on but they look at something as simple as handing them a plate with something on it as like this loving gesture and I'm not saying that it isn't but I'm also saying like, I'm not gonna let you starve. If right, I'm like, it's in my nature, it's in my nature to feed you. I'm not going to make food for myself and my son and you're there. And I'm not going to feed you. And I'm not going to offer you any, but that don't mean I want you to be my man either. You know what I mean? So Take your plate like, and go. <laughs> basically like, here, let me wrap this hot pocket up in a paper towel and you can take it. Whatever, you know, but again it's it's just knowing yourself and knowing when to pull back when to go forward whatever because I'm gonna yeah I might feed you but that don't mean I'm thinking about you before I go to bed at night and when I wake up in the morning right that just means having the time to because like right now I'm in a season of really enjoying the fruits of my labor as it pertains to work Mm -hmm. because I'm starting to see a lot of wins at work I'm seeing wins personally within my like my health and my physical well-being that I am over the moon excited about that I haven't like I haven't seen my abs since college like <laughs> this is keep it real and I'm feeling myself a little bit and I'm actually enjoying feeling myself and it's uncomfortable sometimes for me to feel myself because then I'm like am I feeling myself too much am I coming across like this but then I'm like I don't care right I, I've earned it I earn this like I work my behind off I go to my trainer three times a week I'm eat, resisting the things that I want to eat I'm not, I'm, I'm doing, I'm drinking gallons of water. And it's like, you know what? When I look in the mirror, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time it's like March and I'm not like, oh snap, it's a hundred days till summer. And I'm still right. like, got another 50 pounds to lose or whatever. Like I'm for my birthday, I was happy that I was in bathing suit shape. Right. It's huge. I want to celebrate that. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. Like, especially as moms, I think sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, we neglect to celebrate our wins mm-hmm. because of this whole, you know, if I'm celebrating my win too much, am I overshadowing my family? Mm-hmm. Am I neglecting my family? Am I not seeing my family? No, because you're celebrating your wins, your family will thrive. Mm-hmm. A happy wife is a happy life. A happy mom is a happy child. Yeah. And, you know, when, you know, when COVID and all that depression hit me, I put on 20 pounds mm-hmm. and I remember stepping on the scale and I'm looking at, and I text Brooke and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? Like what is happening? And she was like, she was like, Oh no. You know, and having that support system, knowing that I have someone who's gone through it with me, who, when she's down, I can big her up when I'm down, she can big me up mm-hmm. and we can collectively celebrate each other's win and force each other to celebrate our wins. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to dating, I know for myself, I put so much pressure on myself to be this, this approachable wifey woman. And now after my last relationship, I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm good. I'm a, you know, uh-huh. let's, for a minute and it's not to say that I've grown bitter it's not to say that I think well let me backtrack for a little bit there <laughs> for a little Sarah bit goes through these, I, hate I go through these yes I sure do I go through this phase where I'm like I do and then I'm like 
he don't mean he don't mean that but but this summer i well last year i will say i hit that point when i was just like every guy that walked by i was just i will light you on fire if you don't get away from me (laughs) (laughs) and wouldn't spit on you to put the fire out and wouldn't wouldn't even do it but Mm -hmm. after this last one i think i well not i think i know i know now words and actions mean so much more to me I've always been someone, when I say I'm going to do something for somebody, I follow through. I've never put on, I've never been able to put on a representative because of my nature, because of my giving nature, because of my caring nature. It's very hard for me to be dismissive of people. So when I'm being dismissed, I take it hard. Mm-hmm. And when I've, when I've built a connection with someone and then to have them tear it apart it hurts me and I'm always like well damn what is it about me but for the first time for the very first time when it pulled apart I didn't I didn't go to that default of what is it about me I automatically went to you are not worthy of me and that was huge for me that was huge for me like you are not worthy of me I know my worth. I know this body that is slimming down eight pounds, you know, mm-hmm. eight pounds at a time. I can mm-hmm. see my, I can see my collarbone again. <laughs> okay, my clavicles are, okay, clavicles are showing again, honey. Like I am mm-hmm. like, I am worth more in everything that you could have given me. And you know, if you're on, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you will always see me posting rejection of man is God's protection for me. And I am such a firm believer in that. I'm such a firm believer in that, that after the tears, after why didn't he, after the why God, after all of that, when I, once I get over that hump of the, you know, he broke my heart or he wasn't true, or he wasn't who he said he was, I always arrive at the point of his rejection was God's protection. Mm-hmm. always whether it's work friends relationship whatever it is whenever I've been rejected at any point in my life I can always go that rejection was for my protection and sure enough sure enough give it a couple of weeks that aha mm-hmm. uh-huh, or that thing God will show me that thing like see mm. like mm-hmm. that like homeboy who I happen to be scroll like we I hadn't talked to this guy for like a year scrolling through Instagram and saw a picture of him and it was like his friend was like, yo, cuz you back in again. And he was like, nah, nah, nah. Just at the house on, on um, lockdown. And I was like, lockdown in, as in COVID? And he's like, yeah, you know, house arrest ain't nothing but thing. I was like, see, see. see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, see, see, there is that. That was the law protecting me. Okay, see. Like, see, yeah. there is I remember that. That happened one time to me I don't know I forget why I had the biggest crush on this this was years and years and years ago though but it's so relevant to what you just said and for some reason it didn't come through and I think my cousin threatened his life like he's like if you talk to my cousin I'm gonna drop a bomb on your house <laughs> so then years later here we are and my sister hits me up like oh have you seen such and such's page I'm not gonna say his name because if I say it everybody or my friends don't know and I'm like no like why would I, I don't know, why would I even look, you know, she was like, go look, so I look, <laughs> has a whole partner oh. of the same gender, <laughs> she's like, this is why it ain't work for you, you <laughs> <laughs> don't like women, man, <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> well, it's a good thing for a long time, though, 
he was living a life like a, he was living a lie like all these things it took him till 49 years old to come out the closet and I was like oh but you know I say all that to say like yeah what's not for you is not for you and luckily that never popped off because that could have been a heartbreak situation but you know at the same time you know great success and great love you got to take a great risk and so to me that's why I don't look at it like a terrible thing when after two months or something, someone crashes and burns. It's like, okay, that wasn't meant to be. I'm just glad now that it's not taking years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's taking years. Get there. And you get more discerning, hopefully, as you get older. You The red flags come, you don't ignore them. You know your worth. You know what you can and cannot put up with. So to me, dating now is like a sport. <laughs> it's like fun. Because I think when you look at it so heavy, that's when the disappointments come. But when you look at it like, I'm just going to enjoy talking to somebody that's not seven years old, and I'm going to enjoy having a someone who is a a grown up and just has good conversation, that's when the opportunities present themselves. And that's probably why I can't get into my whole patient because I get booed up with somebody because I'm enjoying the process. And there's no, Mm -hmm. I think, because there's no pressure and they can feel that you're not pressed and that you got other things going on besides them that's a turn on like Mm -hmm. one guy did tell me like the fact that you don't let anything get in the way of going like listen I gotta wrap this phone call up my trainer's waiting for me I gotta go get changed for this and that when they see you have a life and things going on outside of them and things that are good for you yeah he was like the fact that you work out three times a week with your trainer and nothing stops that is sexy Mm -hmm. that's because that's your confidence, right? That's like a boundary. Like for some reason, even though they may not like it, it may not be, they respect it. Yes. You know what I mean? yes. And then they respect you in the process and they see like, I can talk to you at this time because I have to be present for my son and I have to do this. And they see those things, you know, whereas before we try to fit it all in, mm-hmm. try to fit them in and make time for them. And, make, and now like, you know, one guy was like, um, yeah, so I thought your son went to bed at this time. Yeah, he does. Well, yeah, it's like two hours later and I still haven't heard from you. I'm, I'm watching my ratchet TV shows. Yeah, he was like, oh, you didn't want to call me? No. <laughs> I said what I said. I'm watching my ratchet TV shows because that's the time for me. And now I have the choice if I want to include you or not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And that's not a reflection of how I feel about you. But I'm not putting myself last anymore. Not even close. Absolutely. Now to me, dating is like, like you said, recognizing the boundaries, enforcing the boundaries. I make time for what I want to make time for. If that works in somebody's world. And 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 it sounds selfish, but But it's but you know what? It's not selfish. It's not. It's not. It's It's self-care. It's self-care. I need the time for myself to be able to be energized enough to even talk to him and to be perfectly honest after you spend you know with our job and being that we're both remote at work what 85 percent of our day is on video calls talking to folks all day Mm -hmm. so honestly when i log off and finally and turn off that computer last thing i want to do is pick up a phone and talk to somebody right that's like the last thing i really want to do is to pick up a phone and talk to somebody and and if i give that to you Right. Yeah. And if I give that time to you, you must be hella special because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've said that, like, listen, I enjoy talking to you. And, that, and, that, and this is another thing I've had to explain to men that I was getting to know during pandemic. This is not the normal brook. This is not the brook that would be commuting every day to Newark, 
who would be mm-hmm. this, my whole the normal life is out of whack. And this probably is the new normal, but this is not sustainable. Cause you know how you be boo loving in the beginning when you get to know uh-huh. somebody talking on the phone for six hours and stuff at a time. I was like, you got two weeks of this. So you better learn what you got to learn about me real quick. That matters within this time period, because it's not sustainable. Like I'm not going to be up on the phone with you till two, three o'clock in the morning. And I have six meetings every single day. And you know, a kid that I have to check homework for and go pick up from school and do the things and still run fundraisers and still clean my house and tend to my two cats and all this kind of like you got two weeks after that and not even that but this this is my gym time this is my personal time this is my jackson time this is my work time don't think because i'm sitting at home all day (laughs) and i think and i have to reinforce that point with everybody honestly Oh, I thought you was working from home. Yes, operative word being work. working. And not only that, I'm working harder. I'm working longer. So yeah, like my mama called me at three o'clock. Like, what you doing? Working. Call me at 317. What you doing? Working, man. Now <laughs> on the clock. Right. And then, you know, the guys I have been talking to have had jobs, but they can make their own hours. They can do their own thing. And I'm like, nah, man, like, from nine o'clock in the morning and from before that, because I had to get Jackson to school by 8.15, from then I'm up mm-hmm. and I'm working till eight o'clock at night. And so in between then, like, it's like, well, I, I didn't hear from you. I thought you would, you know, maybe call you at lunch. I'm eating at lunch because that's the only time I can eat. <laughs> like, no, you have to really set expectations and manage them, I think, in this new time, because people think you have all this free time. I have less. Right. So again, you got to be real special. Maybe on the phone all day, all night with your behind. I can't do it. it. The practice of taking care of myself the way I've learned to in these past few months. Mm -hmm. And if a relationship cannot accommodate that, the wrong relationship, or it's not time Mm -hmm. for me to be in one. So like right now I'm currently talking to somebody, but I have told him like, I'm not making any declarations of any kind Mm -hmm. or commitments of any kind before three months. He gets it. Luckily he gets it. He understands the right person will understand that. And they will want to compliment your life, not compete with it, not force themselves into it, you know, all this kind of thing. So that's what dating has been for me in the past year of just making sure that whatever dating situation I'm in, I don't lose myself Mm. at any point Mm. in that. Because it's so easy to do that, especially when you really do like somebody. It's easy to let some things fall off. Like, oh, I'd rather be with you in the gym. No, the gym comes first. But and it's only 45 minutes out of your life. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can wait till I get home. I'm just enjoying it right now. I'm having fun. At least I know if it were to stop tomorrow. It was going to die. I mean, I guess I figure like my attitude has always been, especially since my divorce. Like if I can get through my divorce, I can get through anything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've also learned, like, like I've already said, that I'm a given person. And I've noticed that I don't always get what I put out. But I'm also learning not to expect so much. Because I don't do things with the intention of receiving. I do it because mm-hmm. of me. It's my nature Mm -hmm. but at the same time it would be nice but I'm no longer you know seeking that validation and I know for a fact for a long time that was my issue where you know going from 255 pounds down to 190 down to 180 down to 178 back up to 190 and now down Mm -hmm. to 185 it's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, it's a lot of things that I've learned about myself, like what causes these cycles in my life? Because the cycles of my weight, I notice are the cycles of my relationship mm. where I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on me 
even while in this relationship, I saw the difference mm-hmm. that when it ended, the cycle of the weight gain didn't occur. Mm-hmm. Cycle, it didn't occur this time. This time it was just like, okay, because I still saw me, because I still fed me, because I was so true to me while in that relationship, I wasn't, I didn't let myself be totally eclipsed mm-hmm. by that relationship. That cycle is not happening to me again. Mm-hmm. And that was a big revelation to me. It was just like, whoa. Yeah, it happens a lot. And that's why I said I wanted to just enjoy the season of, and hopefully it's a lifelong season now, enjoying myself, mm-hmm. like focusing on me for a change. And, you know, people see that, oh, you don't have room for me. No, I got room for you. It may not be the room that you want, but if, it, you know, anything worth having, you're going to wait for it. You're going to, you're going to find a way to make room for it in your life in a certain type of way and not trying to rush everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've only known you for two months. If we're going to rock out, we're going to rock out. Like me going to the gym is not going to change. They're going to speed up the process. Right. <laughs> 45, 45 minutes. You will be all right. Not talking right. to me for 45 minutes. Right. I'm going to be in a relationship with myself for the rest of my life. So that's where I always have to make sure that part is good. Cool. We rocked out for as long as we rocked out. I enjoyed you for the time that I had you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm over it. Mm-hmm. And Brooke knows there was a time that sentence was not coming out of my mouth. That's <laughs> I'm gonna burn him down. Mm-hmm. But you know, it comes with growth. Once you really do the work on yourself, the relationships are different. Mm-hmm. They are truly different. And um, you know, when you're especially as single moms. We have a lot more things to be mindful of who we are inviting around our children, the type of character that, you know, they are seeing around us, the type of man that we are allowing around ourselves. They'll see all of that. Mm -hmm. They will see all of that. And I always think of what am I teaching my son? What am I teaching my son to be as a future mate? What am I teaching my son to be as a future father? Mm -hmm. My dating choices while I, yeah, I want to have some fun, if they eventually become serious, I have to think about those things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, I'm no longer dating for the possibility of mm-hmm. a future. And, you know, now I'm just like, nah, I'm a day for me. I'm a mm-hmm. day for me. Um, Elijah has met one person. <laughs> Elijah mm-hmm. has now met one person. Person is a whole 10 year old life that I was dating and I can guarantee you it's going to be a long time before he meets well, yeah, yeah that's good and it's you know that's a personal decision that decision, all yeah. women have to make when it comes to introducing you know some people want to get it out the way early because they want to like it listen if my kid don't like you it's a wrap no need for us to go further where other people like they damn near have to be down the aisle before that was me <laughs> Brooke be right. like well where's he gonna meet him at the wedding <laughs> I think there's a there's a happy medium to be had like now because I used to feel the same way like oh my god Jackson's never gonna meet anybody and he didn't really but now but to me it's like there's a way like I've never made a formal like ta-da like introduction of who this person is you know if if I run into somebody at the mall or whatever I'm not running the other way so that he doesn't meet somebody because I could be like that's the cable guy you know Not that I advocate lying to the kid, but you know what I mean? I think there's a way where you can have an, an interaction that's not a formal introduction without an expectation. You know what I mean? And I know that, especially in Jackson's case, because he wants me to be married like yesterday. He wants mm-hmm. to be family. Mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you know your child mm-hmm. wants that di- um, dynamic. Yeah. 
you it makes you even more aware right because very much more aware he knows his father's in a serious relationship and he's around her and everything and he loves her and them and tightrope while juggling <laughs> acts man listen it's not yeah. easy and for me you know this this last one where you know he did meet elijah and i started seeing the change in elijah mm-hmm. and you know i didn't tell him anything about it being ended i chose to just you know what we're just gonna let this one phase out <laughs> we're just gonna let this one fade to black not bring it up not mention it because mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't want to make a big deal out of it to him because mm-hmm. i you know i don't know his psyche i don't know how attached he was mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. so i didn't want to push it on him and even the other day um he brought him up and he was just like so he's going to be part of our family right and i was like well he's just a friend he's a friend of the family mm-hmm. i left it at that mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't bring in no we broke up i didn't bring in the no you're not going to see him and i didn't do all of that i was just like no he's just a friend of the family and i left it at that mm-hmm. because like you said i know what my son desires to see he desires to see that family unit and sometimes it hurts because I know he wants to see that and I wish I had chosen better Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like it's life he's got to learn this is how life is better you chose not to continue you know very true looking to date for their kids and not for them not for them and they'll meet a guy because I think that's what my initial my first kind of relationship outside of the divorce was like I think I held on to that because I already knew he wasn't forever I knew that Mm -hmm. but I saw the relationship that he had with my son and I thought I liked that and that was dependable and that was reliable and you know those were the things and it was beneficial for Jackson but not for me Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I'm gonna have to break his heart (laughs) I didn't care about losing the relationship I cared about the relationships yeah yeah and that's what that's why I was like oh I can't I gotta be careful about this Mm -hmm. but I didn't know any better because that was like my first time dating outside of divorce I didn't realize how attached he would become and that person had been in my life for over a year so it was like okay but I was like yeah "Hmm." I did a disservice to him because I allowed that to continue even though I knew nothing was going to come of it past a certain time I knew it was over long before Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even sure it was really even a thing. <laughs> like, I don't know that I necessarily even claimed him to anybody like that, but Jackson certainly claimed him. Yeah. And so now I have to be mindful of the dinners and the going out and the play dates and right. you know, inviting him to functions and yeah. them hanging out together. And right. You know, and I have to be and it was, that for the man too. Yeah. But for me, it was like, it was beautiful to see it. Mm-hmm. it was really because I know he craves it it was beautiful to see it and I'm not bashing the guy in any shape or form mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we wanted two different things right and that's fine and I was very clear about what I wanted and mm-hmm. where he told me he was clear about what he wanted I was like cool I can rock with you mm-hmm. so when you change your mind right now I'm looking at you like okay were you really clear or were you just saying that because you enjoyed the idea of me so much because you it's 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 so simple to see so much with somebody you could see a whole life plan a whole life with one person right and then you hit that one thing on your list 
and you're like, ah, oh, damn. But you know what? It's even okay for him to change his mind. But the, I think they come to this conclusion that you will change your mind. mind. And that was the issue. The issue was the the issue was I would, and for me, I was like, look, I I compromised. I did. <laughs> Brooke knows I compromised. You already compromised once. I compromised. <laughs> compromise again twice. You know. So it's just kind of like I and I even told him I was like, I know now that I would bend for you in ways you would never bend for me, and that's mm-hmm. not cool. And that right. that is never okay. Once mm-hmm. I realized that I can give so much of myself because I'm happy with you, because the relationship wasn't tumultuous, it wasn't rocky, it wasn't toxic, it was like a very pleasant relationship, chemistry off the chains, that I was willing to bend on one of my most highest beliefs for you. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to me, you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. that's okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna let that go i'm gonna let you right. go i'm going to answer my son's questions when they arise but at the same time i'm not gonna make a big deal out of it i'm not gonna make a big show of it to him because i don't want him to get any kind of what's the word i'm looking for a bad taste in his mouth about, yeah about yeah. about dating i don't want him to just you know I don't want to set any kind of precedence for him where now it's like anytime mommy says she has a boyfriend that he's like, mm, how long is he going to be in the picture? I don't, <laughs> you know, that's why I don't introduce him. Well, so yeah, I don't want like that. It's not a big deal. Like kids are resilient and they pick yeah. up on your energy too. So if you, cause they know when somebody's special to you. Yes. And they, they know, know when it's over. They know when it's done. <laughs> so now I try to make it like, not necessarily like I'm gonna hide him from this guy and I'm not gonna do the introductions, whatever. So like if he does come in contact with someone, I downplay it, you know, or something like that. Like I'm just dropping something off or whatever. So it's not a situation where we're all doing the whole Disney family thing. You know what I mean? I downplay it. And I, I think I like the fact that at 10 years old, he's comfortable enough to have that conversation with me. Right. It wasn't a big old birds and the bees discussion, mm-hmm. but it was just a little quick observation he was making. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to realize at 10 years old, he's making that observation. And we had a quick little conversation about it. He went about his business. And yeah, I love that. We had that conversation. Huh? There are 50 year olds who don't have that <laughs> let's just say you are doing a good job right now with little Elon. (laughs) Like you said, I'm going to raise a future husband and father, hopefully God willing one day. And so my choices do have to reflect that, but I also want him to know, like, it's okay. You don't need to. And I was like, if mommy is single for the rest of her life, like that's not, that doesn't make a woman. That doesn't make a man. That doesn't make you whole a relationship. If you want one, you should definitely look to do that if that's what you want in your life, but it's also okay to not want to be married. And I think for him, he's seeing that you in a relationship is what makes you okay. So it's, you know, you have to show him that no, mommy's okay with or without regardless. Exactly, mommy is happy regardless. And I told him, I said, as long as I have you, I am good. My world is great. You know, like I said before, COVID forced me to really really see myself and see the cycles that I was putting myself I didn't see those cycles before I didn't I didn't make that correlation of my weight gain cycle with relationships Mm -hmm. so it took a pandemic where 
I didn't have distractions. I didn't, you know, there weren't that much outside distractions was before I would just be like, all right, well, I'm going out. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Where it's like, now it's like, no, you're not. You're going to sit here. Think about it. And you're going to stick about it. it and figure out and really put that mirror to you. And a lot of people, I think COVID forced a lot of people to really put up that mirror, not just on themselves, but on the people that they that had, they had in their lives. Right. And I think a lot of people saw who really wrote for them. And, and it's no, it's no animosity. If somebody couldn't ride with you during COVID, if they didn't call you every other day during COVID, you have to understand the same issue you were going through, the same emotions you were going through, they were going through it too. So right. if sis kind of backed off of you during last year, it's okay. Let her back up off of you. Right. She wasn't checking for you all the time. If the friendship felt like it froze, bro. no, it's not that. We all went through something traumatic. Let's be real. COVID was quite traumatic for some people. People lost yeah. family members. People lost yeah. jobs. People lost marriage. Divorce was at all time high during COVID because mm-hmm. people were forced to put that mirror up between themselves and the relationships in their home. So I think right. I was fortunate to have had done the work now so mm-hmm. by the time you know if I ever do make it down the aisle is probably with some gonna be with somebody who went through COVID and had to put that <laughs> mirror you know they had to put that mirror and really figure out who they are and find out what they want out of life so right. I think for me I'm always trying to find a silver lining the lesson and everything that has happened in my life and I think that's one of the lessons that I truly learned I learned how to break the cycles of my dating life how to break the cycles of my gain of my weight gain how to really put that mirror up to myself and to the relationships in my life so that's you know that's one thing about COVID dating that that mirror was really big (laughs) and it also was telling to me to see who was engaged pre-pandemic who actually got married during yes yes you can have a wedding or you can have a marriage have the marriage so there's some people that's like oh if I can't invite 150 people I'm not getting married yet then you're not ready to be married exactly so married that was actually just from an outsider's perspective looking into people other people's relationships it was like oh that was a thing like what happened to the you know did the wedding day to and, and it's not to knock the people who actually do want to have a wedding because I do think there's something to that but there was people there were people who they got married and then are still going to have the celebration in the party later. so I just thought that was an interesting thing too like did you really want this person or did you just want the the party and so it's like you know I didn't have the party the first time I got married so I do feel like I'm going to do something different. It, it's, I'm, not, I'm not a big wedding person. I'm just, I'm not, just not built the planet. Like you already know, like I'm calling you if it's <laughs> something like that. And he would have to want that. Right. Not me. Right. Um, but, you know, if I do ever do it again, I got to want the person. I can't want the party. Because mm-hmm. I never wanted the party. So <laughs> it's going to take a lot. So we'll see what the relationships are to come out of. I'm curious now to see what relationships were born in pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, y'all hit us up. If you had a really 
good relationship that was born out of pandemic. We'd like to talk to you. Now that's a good one. I want to know. I'm gonna put that on our social. Yes, now. put yeah. that on. We, we want to Yeah. So if you met somebody last March, are y'all still rocking? That's what I want to know. Yes. And how did how did you make it last? What were the things that made it last when you're like you know six feet apart, <laughs> <laughs> quarantine for 14 days before you see each other? How did you make mm-hmm. that work? So that's a good one. So hit us up. We'll put that on our post and you know um and if you got a really good story we'll bring you on to really talk to us about that so thank you guys yeah (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in um like we said we're gonna do our best to get back into swing of things and knock out these episodes so thank you so much for listening i know this one was rather long but i think (laughs) brooke and i had a lot to talk about a lot to say about that one a lot to say about that one so thank you guys so much for listening i'm farrah joseph i'm brooke dean And we're single moms doing the most.